Welcome back to Worship Weekly. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and most importantly, share Worship Weekly with someone else this week. This week we continue our message of John's convictions, but first the Scotland Evangelical Presbyterian Church Choir. soul winning. Uh, John loved to soul win. He loved to win people to Christ. 
He liked to help people about Jesus. And that ought to be our motive in life. And a lot of people going to hell. And we just need to tell them about Jesus, give them out a track. Like I used to say it in yesterday's sermons, I used to give out a track, thousands of them in our church. And taught my people how to give them out, keep them in their pockets, and give them to people that need to hear the Word of God. Because they might get away from them, and they might read that track and respond to that track. I've had some that tell me that they read a track and got saved. And that's what we need to do. And I will tell you the truth, uh, a man can smoke if he wants to, get drank if he wants to. But if he's a Christian, he ain't got no business doing either one of them. He sure don't have no business in, if he's married to run around with another woman. And to keep his life clean, he ought not, not smoke or drink. I wouldn't give you 15 cents for one of those type preachers. And they got some good ones. Can out preach me. But I want you to know this, brother and sister in Christ. There. They don't realize what they're doing. They're hurting the church. People don't, uh, go to their church because they can do what they want to do, not get under conviction. They won't preach the Word of God like it's supposed to be preached. The third thing, he was a man of deep and telling concessions. It was based on these things. He knew his place, a sinner saved by grace. And man, you need to realize that. You're a sinner saved by the grace of God. You're going to be a sinner until you die. Then God's going to give you a perfect body. But we sin one way or another with a deed, word, or thought. And we do it every day. Sometimes I have a bad thought when I'm praying. It says, stop my prayer. They ask God to take it out of my heart. Sometimes I see something, I say, think about it. I ask God to take it out of my heart. You're the same way, word, deed, or thought. Sometimes I say something I shouldn't say. And a woman tell me one day, I said, I put my foot in my mouth several times. Brother Jackson, it's not new to me. And I'm praying for that woman today. She needs to get right with God. I knew she wasn't right when I pastored her first year. I had a man that led to Christ years ago kept a church going. The second year was going to do it. Now, now I said to people don't want the church, I'll sell it. If they can't tithe and give like they're supposed to, I'll sell the church. And that's what I wind up doing. I still got $80,000 in the bank when I sold the church. It, it's making a little interest, not much, but at least we got something. That, uh, I sold the church and broke my heart to sell it. Couldn't get a preacher to come over there and take it. If it wasn't running 150 people, paying them big money, that's a nice place for them to sleep now, live. They didn't want to drive 120 miles to go to church. Iron, hey, I two and a half hours to go to church. It's about 130 miles. You know, but I did it for a long time for nothing. After I built it and gave it to several different preachers, one preacher I gave it to, was uh, was taking uh, pain pills from a black woman that he had going to church. She told my daughter, my daughter went and said, why'd you stop going to church over here? She said, well, the preacher and his friends are taking more pain pills than I take. They always borrowed my pills. And she was a diabetic. And I felt sorry for her. And I didn't know who she was because she didn't come to church with me.
but she come for that preacher. He wound up breaking the church, spending all the money, run off most of the people and left the church. I took it back and picked it up for a while, but my health went down. I like to fail three times, my son-in-law caught me. And uh, I, uh, he told me, he said, preacher, you might better stay home. And I, I stayed home, sold the church building, didn't sell the church. The church is the people, can't sell it. See, John knew the love of Christ. Love mentioned 42 times in First John alone. 42 times in First John alone, love is mentioned. Sometimes when you're not doing something, take your pencil and look at First John and start counting the time you see love in that chapter. In First John, it's the love of God that uh, we've got the Word of God that'll guide us through life. And if you say that we have not sinned, we make Him a liar, and His Word is not in us. We're all sinners. And if you say you saved by the grace of God, He knew His place of sinners saved by the grace of God. B, He knew the power of sin and feared it. When sin gets a hold of it, don't turn loose easily. It keeps you bound. And you don't need to be playing around with the sin. The power of sin is strong. The devil's strong. Just because you're a Christian don't mean the devil don't leave you alone. That's when he's going to hate your guts. And he's going to try to make a stumbling block out of you. And you look at your churches, it's been a stumbling block out of a bunch of them in the churches because they didn't stay with Jesus Christ. He knew the power of sin. See, John knew the love of Christ. Love mentioned 42 times in First John alone. 42 times the love of God is mentioned. Brother, I want you to know that's a, that's a blessing. And we need to thank God that that's in the Bible. Love. We need to love one another. We need to love our family. We need to love that old sinner. We need to love that old dopehead, that drunkard, prostitute, that adulteress. We need to love those people. But we need to hate their sin. But we need to love those people. And the only way we can help them is tell them about Jesus. D, he knew what Christ expected of him. To warn, to give assurance, increase love to no mercy. You ought to write them things down. He knew what Christ expected of him. Christ expected this of us to, to warn the people, to give assurance to the people increase love to the people and to know mercy. And when God gives you mercy, you ain't got to worry about dying and going to hell. And Father, take this sermon here and put it in our hearts to people and open our hearts and our minds to it. Thank you, amen. This is Reverend Danny Jackson from the First Faith Baptist Church in Rogue, Louisiana, talking to travelers on the radio. We'll let y'all know that you need to get saved if you're not saved. And if you are saved, you need to go to church. And if you don't go to church, you ought to be shaming yourself.